You'll never amount to anything. You aren't worth my time. You're a pathetic excuse for a human. Have you ever known someone to say these words to another person? Have you ever had these words said to you? I'm not smart enough to be successful at my job. I'm not funny enough to belong to that group of friends. I'm not talented enough to be noticed. I'm not enough. Have you ever heard the voice of shame echo in your heart and mind? I have. Hi, I'm John Comstock, and sometimes the voice of shame can be so common we hardly recognize it. Shame convinces us we can't be accepted, won't belong, and will never be loved. The fear of being seen convinces us to protect ourselves by attacking others, attacking ourselves, avoiding vulnerability, or withdrawing from others. Addictive behavior, grandiosity, difficulty accepting compliments, putting people down, raging at others, self-harm, self-sabotaging behavior, and social isolation are just some of the defense mechanisms carefully crafted by shame to protect us from being vulnerable with God and others. Shame shouts to us saying, if people knew me, they would never love me. If I were seen in my brokenness and pain, I'd be rejected. When we listen to the voice of shame, we build walls. We build big walls without gates all around our hearts. We would rather pretend to be someone we aren't than risk rejection. We can become masters of wearing masks, which can look as unique as our fingerprints. For example, perfectionism can be a form of mask wearing. After all, if I can just be perfect, no one will reject me. When we're convinced we can't be loved, our identity and worth will be fragile and we'll seek out any number of things to speak to our identity and worth. We see the shame struggle when we read the story about how Adam and Eve ate the forbidden fruit. They suddenly noticed their nakedness, experienced shame, and hid from God in the bushes. By covering the most intimate, vulnerable parts of their anatomy, they also hid from one another. Scripture is filled with stories about people who, as a result of sin, experience the brokenness of shame. Convinced of the lie, they're unlovable, they isolated themselves from a God who is love. The good news? Jesus. Jesus pitched a tent and walked among us to show us the true heart of the Father's affection for us. When Jesus willingly gave up his life by being crucified, he entered our shame to show us just how extravagant the Father's love is for us. For the Romans in Jesus' day, the punishment of crucifixion was shameful. They crucified people in complete nakedness as a way to shame them before the onlooking crowd. Jesus, where did he die? Outside the city gates where the most shamed of society were crucified, criminals and slaves. Humiliated and mocked, Jesus died as he was covered in shame, our shame. It was as if Jesus was saying, there is no extent to which I won't go to convince you that I love you, even if it means coming inside your shame.
Hebrews 12 says we should lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely so we can run the race looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. In essence, Hebrews 12 is saying, Jesus shamed shame. Lift your head high. You were created by a God who is madly in love with you. Your identity and worth are established in being the beloved of God. So with that, here's today's challenge. As you become aware of the lie of shame that tries to convince you that you're not enough, speak back and tell yourself the truth by saying, I am the beloved of Jesus, period. Jesus defines my identity and worth and would rather die than live without me. So now, go win today.